giraffe have gone extinct in at least seven African countries. In the last 300 years, we've lost 90% of all giraffe habitat. Human population growth across Africa is having a massive impact on giraffe and other wildlife. We need to do something and we need to do it now. West African giraffe are rarer than mountain gorillas or even black rhino. Giraffe Conservation Foundation is the only organization that concentrates solely on the conservation and management of giraffe in the wild throughout Africa. GCF is the tip of the iceberg. Giraffe conservation happens with our partnerships. We amplify our successes by partnering with some of the world's leading institutions. In order for conservation to be real, success needs to be measurable. We are now working across 15 African countries and more than 45 million acres of giraffe habitat. We catch giraffe for two specific reasons. For translocations to areas where there's either too few or none at all. Or we catch them for collaring or tagging to fit them with satellite tracking units to find out more about their movements. At GCF, every step we take for conservation is based on solid science. Big! So after all the planning and all the science, once that dart hits a giraffe, things kick into action. giraffe down, we want to learn as much as possible. The more we know about giraffe, the more effective we can be in helping to conserve them. We measure them, we take tail hairs, we take biopsy samples, we take blood samples. We collect all this information to inform science to make better conservation decisions. So we always get asked, how do you translocate giraffe? We've got to start with science. We've got to figure out how many there are. We've got to figure out where they've got to go and make sure everything in between works. We work with amazing conservation veterinarians and scientists to put translocation plans together. When you see giraffe run off a truck and putting their first footprints into a landscape where they have gone extinct sometimes decades ago, and you turn around and look into the faces of the people who have been involved, then you know you're doing conservation. Giraffe can only be saved in Africa by African people. So we have to involve the local communities, the rangers, the people who live with giraffe and the people who look after giraffe. We make people proud of their giraffe and we really make a difference. Most African children have never seen a live giraffe. In Namibia this year alone, we have taken over two and a half thousand children into the field for a day and have shown them giraffe. 
Giraffe Conservation Foundation is a small organisation with a big impact. Only 10% of giraffe traditional habitat remains today. We need to act, and we need to act now. We are Giraffe Conservation Foundation, and we are an effective team. Alright, what a good video, huh? Hello? We're not muted. I'm too- am I too loud? You guys what face? I'm sorry, earlier. I don't know how my mic got turned all the way up, but it did. Okay, hello everybody. Um, podcast today, late podcast. I know it's never this late, so if you're here, thank you for being here. Um, today we're talking to Jordan Beasley. Uh, otherwise known as Jungle Jordan. Trey, thank you for the five months. You guys can do Command Guest if you want to see um, some of his socials. We're raising money today for uh, the Draft Conservation Foundation, obviously, if uh, that's the video that we just watched. Um, they're the only organization in the world that concentrates solely on the conservation and management of giraffe in the wild throughout Africa. Um, so we'll talk to Jordan today about why he chose this organization, what it means to him. Jordan is a zookeeper, he's a wildlife conservation educator, and he's a content creator on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. He's all over the place, and his content, Hungarian, thank you for the three months, is super, super diverse. Um, so if you guys do command guests, you click on his YouTube, look, just like scroll through his thumbnails. He's got arachnids, he's, there's axolotls, there's cats, there's tiger king, there's everything. Squid, it's it's everything. Um, so we have a lot to talk to him about today. Ben is asleep, thank you for the $10. We're at $23. Thank you for the $3 donation offline, I appreciate that. $20, $23 closer to our $500 goal. Um, so if you guys have questions about zookeeping, um, Use hashtag ask questions about anything today during the podcast. Hashtag ask, and it'll go into a document, and I'll be able to read those questions to Jordan during the podcast. Also, because he's on social media and because he's done live streaming before, he's pretty accustomed to reading a chat. So he will also probably be keeping up with you guys. So behave yourselves, <laughs> okay? Um, I don't think he has BTTV, uh, but... Yeah, so so he he may be he may be reading the chat right now. I'm not sure, um, but yeah. So there's that. Other things to talk about. Um, there is a quiz at the end of the podcast. If you guys, <laughs> um, if you guys have been here before, you know what that's about. Moin with another ten dollars. Thank you so much, Moin. I appreciate that. Um, if you guys have been here before, you know what the quiz is about. There's a quiz at the end of the podcast. It's five questions, twenty seconds per question. Um, it's Theo, thank you for the two months. Based on who gets the questions correct the fastest, if you get the most questions correct the fastest, then you win and you can either get a gifted sub to my channel if you're not already subbed. You can get a gifted sub to a channel of your choice if you are already subbed to my channel, or you can ask for me to donate an additional $5 to... Sorry. Tara. Okay. 
Okay. Um, or you can ask me to donate an additional $5 to the cause today. Sorry about that. So that's how the quiz works. Um, that's how the hashtag AskBot works. Cindy, thank you for the $5. Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, what else am I missing today? Oh, sh very quick announcement. Dip and Dot both took live prey today for the first time. It was amazing. It took a really long time, but floppy. Hearts and chat for floppy for a $150 donation to start us off. Oh my gosh. $188, Cheesecake, thank you for the seven months. Floppy, you're insane. Thank you so much. Anonymous with $20. We're moving up fast. Okay, um, Dip and Dot both both took live prey today, okay? I had a live prey tank out. Dot took uh, Rat out of the live prey tank. Dip ate one in his enclosure. Um, so that's the first time they've killed anything. I'm super proud, super excited. It'll be within the next couple weeks that they're going to be released, so... We'll look forward to that. Um, thank you if you were there for the release stream this morning for the other Broadwing. Good stuff. Okay. So, am I missing anything? I'm not sure. I, I selected Jordan as a guest because he's super, super enthusiastic. He understands the power of social media and conservation education, and I really want to talk to him about that. Also, I think we've only had one other zookeeper... Well, we've had a couple people that have experience in zookeeping, but Jordan is a true zookeeper. So if you guys have questions, I always get the question of what do I do to get into to get into working with animals? What do I do to get into conservation? Wilshire with a hundred dollars. Tara with twenty. Tara, you don't have to do that. Thank you. Okay, Wilshire and Floppy with the Big donos today. Thank you so much. Um, geez. Okay, again, Jordan is super, super enthusiastic. Korean, thank you for the six months. Jordan is super enthusiastic. I think he'll be a really, really great guest today. He puts out really great content. Make sure you go follow him on his platforms on um, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, it's all really good stuff. So command guest if you want to do that. Command org if you want to learn more about where your donations are going today. Again, the Giraffe Conservation Foundation. Um, you can find a bunch of information there. We're already at $328. I think now is a really good time to call up Jordan and tell him how much we've raised so far so he can explain to you guys better where your donations are going to go. Rabbit, thank you for the 11 months. Okay. Are we ready? Am I missing anything? I don't think so. I think we're good. Good? Cool. Okay. I'll be back in a minute. Did you hear that? Am I good? <laughs> I think a giant bug just hit my window. Okay, I'll be back in a minute. I'm gonna call Jordan. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot.
hello, hello. I am wonderful. Chat, how is the audio? I know I was muted. I'm not muted right now. Are we good? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I was telling him in the test call, because he does social media and stuff, he actually has like a good cam and a good mic. Like how often do we see this on the podcast? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm trying to fix it right now and make sure you guys uh, can hear and see me pretty well. It looks good. And the backdrop is sick, too. I like it. Yeah. I water it every day. You know, I got to make sure it's uh, it's good. Right. Um, so of course. It's, it's, a true conservationist. It's, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake. Um, so I did a, a super brief intro. I'm not sure if you were watching that. Um, but I introduced you. Uh, we watched a video on Draft Conservation Foundation. We've raised $328 so far. Um, for the organization. So if you could just introduce yourself. Chat, this is Jordan. I told the chat that you were going to be reading them, so they have to be on their best behavior. Yeah, <laughs> but... I've, been, I've been keeping an eye on it. <laughs> okay. I've, been, I've, been, I've been watching it. <laughs> um, if you want to introduce yourself and then tell us about why you chose Giraffe Conservation Foundation, that would be great. All right, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jordan Veasley. I am a zookeeper, wildlife educator, and um, I use social media. I go by Jungle Jordan. Uh, on all the platforms, even TikTok, as Jungle Jordan 23. Yeah. Um, I'm really into wildlife and animals. I've always loved animals and I love educating people about animals. So that's why I'm here and I want to do it. So, you know, there's a different view. Like when you think about, you know, wildlife guys, right? Or just people, you think of, you know, majority white guys, right? Like you think of Steve Irwin, Jeff Corwin, a crocodile hunter, things like that, you know? Right. And so I'm trying to be a little bit different. And, uh, you know, get people to realize no matter what they look like, they can do whatever they want to do, whatever they have a passion for. And um, for as far as why I picked Draft Conservation Foundation is because I've worked with giraffes, giraffes, and as a zookeeper, I've worked with a lot of animals. But I, I, I like giraffes. They're not like, I wouldn't call them like my favorite animal, but they're up there. But I picked Draft Conservation Foundation because I, they do a lot of great work out there um, in order to keep them alive you know in order to track them because they drafts are um are endangered species and, and under threat from poachers and all these different things so they're doing their job to help you know keep the populations around right and one of the things that i forgot to mention in the intro is similar to the last organization we raised money for guys amazon conservation association it seems like draft conservation foundation is doing really great work to educate local people about how they can protect their environment as well, which is so, so important, is going to the source. So I love raising money for organizations that understand the value of that. Um, that's that's super wonderful. So thank you for your donations so far. $328. That's that was quick. That's awesome. Let's get it up higher than that. Yeah. We, can do, we can do better than that. No, I'm just kidding. That's really good. <laughs> thank you, guys. Seriously. So tell me about zookeeping. How did you get into it? How long have you been a zookeeper? So let's see, zookeeping, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I've always liked animals. Um, I kind of grew up, so where I grew up, like where I grew up, animals weren't really the thing that, you know, people were, were into, you know, like uh, growing up, you know, obviously, I'm, as you can see, I'm, I'm, I'm black. Um, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes about, about black people and animals and how, you know, we fear animals and all that because we don't understand them, we don't know animals. And just we, we go off what we see on TV. Right, and we're supposed to be, we're supposed to fear animals is what TV tells us. Um, but growing up, you know, with I used to have anger management problems too. 
So um, kids used to make fun of me for how mad I would get. Like it was like quick, mm-hmm. and so they thought it was hilarious to like tease me to see me get mad, and like I would fight people. Mm. I got suspended and expelled from schools and all these different things. And um, animals, I've always found this like sense of connection because I always felt like I was misunderstood, and so were the animals. And uh, you know, I didn't want to. There was always this connection there. My mom made it a connection with me to get uh, connected with the zoo at 11 years old that wasn't really a thing um mm-hmm. like as a, to be a volunteer that young but she was able to do that and like we we made our i was like when i first got my start as a zoo person um but i think at 11 i decided i'll be a zookeeper before that i was like i want to do something with animals i didn't know what but zookeeper came up did you want to give them a shout out real quick? Sorry, sure. There are a couple. Yeah. Moin and Sweaty. Sweaty, thank you for the 30 and $10 donations. Appreciate that. Um, But so that's, so growing up, I was like, I was, I was different. I was loved animals. I wanted to help animals. I wanted to talk to people about animals. Um, but So I've been in the, you know, in the field since I was 11 years old. So that's, I'm kind of old now. Um, <laughs> that's uh, awesome though. 20... Oh gosh, wait a minute. Twenty years. Yeah. Twenty years now, officially. Okay. So, yeah, twenty years. <laughs> um, but I've been a zookeeper only for like eight years. Okay. Uh that's I mean, that's a lot of time. Moin, thank you for the thank you for the two dollars. I appreciate that as well. Um he's evened it out to three hundred and seventy dollars. Beautiful. Um okay, we have a ton of questions that have come through chat. That's a lot. <laughs> um a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of them about gir- are about giraffes, but I think We'll start with with your experience zookeeping because there are a lot of those as well. Um, a big question, SMK asks, what's the best and worst part of being a zookeeper? The best part about being a zookeeper uh, is the connection you build with animals. The you you get this this thing that you you wouldn't be able to get if you weren't working basically hands on with these animals. You know, I've worked with a lot of uh, large, dangerous animals, and with those we do what's called protected contacts. Like mm-hmm. we don't go in with these dangerous animals because they're still at the end of the day, a large dangerous animal. Like, like for instance, a, a big cat or like even like an elephant or something like that. We right. don't, don't share the same space with these animals, but you do build a bond and these animals trust you, you know, and they, they like to this day, I, I went to a zoo. I went to visit a zoo actually that I used to work at. I used to work with hippos at the zoo mm-hmm. and I visited on Tuesday last week and I haven't been there gosh and maybe a little over a year right mm-hmm. and i go there and i i book this bond with these hippos and i'm in street clothes i got my mask on and sunglasses uh-huh. i walk by the exhibit i start walking and one of the, the hippos looks over stares directly at me my friend that was with me was like wait a minute is she looking at you i'm like yeah <laughs> i'm like that's that you know that that's lupe Aww. i said hey lupe she swam right over, looked at me for a while, and was like, wait a minute, that's Jordan. <laughs> that's so cool. Like, and so, but the thing with that is, now the downside of that, the worst part about zookeeping is because you build that bond, you get attached to these animals. Mm-hmm. And we know they're not pets. They're not pets. But right. you get attached to animals, and animals get sick. Animals get old. Animals have to, have, they, animals die. Mm-hmm. The, the worst part about that is having to say goodbye to these animals. Yeah, I know about so, that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, so like, you know, like 
you have to have that conversation of, of quality of life, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, like, are they living a decent life? Are they, if they live, or if we try to keep them alive with a bunch of medications, how will their life be? Will it be just be easier to just let them go or use much medications to try to maybe keep them alive? Yeah, so absolutely. It's, it's sad, you know? Um, Trevent with $10, Nepa $10, Hein $50, SMK 30, and Guatemalan with 10. Thank you so much. We're almost wow. at that 500. Thank you guys so much. Um, so what, so you worked with hippos. You've worked with a bunch of animals. Your, your feed is like all <laughs> over the place. I was like, what is the, like, <laughs> do you have a, do you have a focus? Or you've just been all over the, all over the map. So with me, with me, I guess I'd be considered in the zookeeping world as more of a, a generalist. Okay. So I've worked with a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. Um, the only animals I don't really do are, are fish. Okay. I don't, I've never worked with fish, um, but I've worked with reptiles, mammals, some birds. Um, and I think my main focus of animals are, are mammals. Okay. Um, I do have my favorites, you know, even though as a zookeeper, we're not really supposed to have favorites, mm-hmm. but I got I got some favorites. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, oh, I, oh, yeah. Trip asked, or Mama Trip asked, what has been your favorite animal to work with? So, you have a few? I got a few. My favorite animals to work with probably are river otters. Um, okay. When I say otters, I think people get confused immediately and go to sea, sea otters, otters because right. they're the ones that hold hands and mm-hmm. they're cuddling and all that stuff. <laughs> I love river otters. Um, river otters are the ones that when you go to the zoo, they're always super playful. Yes. Like most zoos you go to will have like this like underwater viewing area and they're just going back and forth and they're super fun. They're super smart. They, they're really intelligent. They want, they like being social. They want to hang out with you. They want to learn from you and they're really into you. Yeah. Um, I love grizzly bears. Okay. Grizzly bears are so sweet, so gentle, and people don't even know it. You know, they... I used to feed them, you know, when like give them like things like a grape. Mm-hmm. You give them a grape like this, they will take it with their little lips and. Yep, <laughs> I've I've done that with black bears. Yeah. Um, I also love big cats. Um, okay. Big cats, tigers, lions, cheetahs. Um, cheetahs, my favorite animal. Period. But I haven't worked with cheetahs before, so. Interesting. I can't talk. Yeah. Um, rhinos, hippos, giraffes—they're all awesome. All over the place. <laughs> You, you had a you had a great series on your YouTube channel of uh, reacting to Tiger King. Um, if you guys oh, go yeah. check out his YouTube. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of tigers, CPT, thank you for the fifty dollar donation. And that got us over our five hundred. So we're at five hundred and thirty dollars. Shut up, Leonard. Tipped twenty. Mm-hmm. So now we're at five hundred and fifty. I didn't just tell someone to shut up. That's their username. <laughs> so we're at five hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you guys so much. Um, that's wonderful. I lost my train of thought here. What we were talking about. You were talking about Tiger King, but Tiger, we don't have to oh, talk about Tiger yeah, King. we don't need to talk about that. I know that there's there's yeah. like a new series or something that's coming out, but there are on his YouTube channel he does talk about that. Um, he talks about Big Cat Rescue as well. So if you guys have questions, um, or if you guys want to know more about that, you can go check out his check out his YouTube channel. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask that's not I haven't seen it as a question in chat, but as a zookeeper, I I, I want to ask you about the importance of zoos. Um, I know there are a lot of misconceptions that come with zoos. I also know that zoos are struggling a lot right now. We've talked about that on the stream before because of COVID, because they rely so much on on um, income from visitors and stuff like that. So can you tell us a little bit about why zoos are so important? So 
zoos are extremely important because they we are the bridge um, between the guests, the visitors, and the animals. We're bridging the gap between animals and people. So there is this empathy created so people care for mm -hmm. animals. Because you can watch all the shows on TV as you want, but that's it's 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 completely different when you're in the zoo getting those scents, those sights, being really close to an animal, like feeling the animal's breath. And you know, that's it's a whole different thing and a whole different, you know, sense of, of wanting is is created. Like when you get to learn an animal's name. Right. Like that like creates this like, you know, empathy for the animal. Um, but the animals and zoos are ambassadors for the species. So you can understand how important they are in their, in the world. And the, the most like unknown thing I feel like people don't really realize is what zoos do for conservation, like conservational efforts all over the world. Zoos actually are leading causes for the conservation efforts like they raise all the money for those efforts like to to save animals in the wild mm -hmm. like even small animals everyone always likes to think about the big you know elephants and rhinos and mm -hmm. things like that but forget about the small things that live close to home like for instance I, I used to work uh at one of the zoos i used to work at there is this little turtle called the western pond turtle and it was critically endangered and the the they were being eaten at, as babies by um by the invasive bullfrog so bullfrogs are everywhere because they just take over right so what we were doing was raising baby turtles uh oh oh yeah there you go <laughs> raising baby turtles and we were um getting them to a certain size before so they wouldn't be eaten mm -hmm. They have to get a certain size so they can't be eaten by the bullfrog. Right. So, yeah, like they, so like that's that's a that's a little program we would do. Like we, you know, raise and release. That's now awesome. zoos' misconception is that zoos get their animals from the wild. Mm -hmm. You know that was the case years and years ago, back when times were in black and white. You know, because back then. Zoos had different missions, you know, like they were they were trying to educate or trying to make money, but that was way back in the day. And and times have changed. And sometimes zoos do come to play with saving animals from rescuing animals from the wild. Mm -hmm. It doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Yeah. We just had a um I'm a wildlife rehabilitator and we had a great horned owl that was imprinted, so it was not releasable, and it just went to a zoo um over in San Antonio. Um, right. so yeah, that's, that's a really good thing to address is I think there are a lot of people who think that we just yoink the animals no. out of the wild and that's, that's not how that goes. Not the case. No. Right. Um, okay. So kind of on another, another topic, um, where did this question go? There's so many questions, you guys. Thank you. Um, Samej asked, what got you into YouTube? What got me into YouTube? Well, I always wanted to to spread my knowledge about animals, but I didn't really know how to start a YouTube. So I actually used to have friends. Um, well, I mean, I still have, they're still my, some of my good friends, but I have friends that are really pretty decently big on YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. There's Richie Lee and there's the Fung Bros. Um, they're, they're Asian guys. And um, they all, the Fung Bros deal mostly with like, food reviews and things like that now but they were mm -hmm. really big into hype culture just like richie lee is okay and um 
with those guys, you know, I used to be featured in some of their videos. And I, every now and then I'm in some of their videos, but um, with them, they kind of helped me start my YouTube channel. Okay. But it was kind of weird because I'm featured in their stuff talking about basketball and and uh, and shoes. Your dog barking. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. You'll have to ignore. You're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, like so basketball and and uh, and shoes, right? Uh -huh. So you know, if people, <laughs> that's funny. If people wanted to follow me, they want to see basketball and shoes they don't want to see animals do you want to go and do something no sorry i i muted for them uh, but not for you so you can hear the dogs and they can <laughs> okay. sorry about that you keep going oh, okay, not bad. they can hear just you know okay so yeah the 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 basketball and and the, and the uh i want to say dogs <laughs> i'm looking at the dog right now let me actually i'm gonna put them outside okay just give me one second i'm so sorry i'll talk to chat <laughs> how are you guys doing with chat Am I boring you yet? <laughs> what's good? What's going on? Man, you guys love Maya, don't you? That's what's up. Okay. Hello. Bye bye. Oh, that was quick. Yeah, I ran. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. All right. Sorry um, about that. So yeah, so like so basketball and shoes, right? So like I didn't right. want to make videos only about animals because the followers from the Richie Lee and Fung Bros would come to me. They get, they'd be confused if I was only posting animal stuff, right? So mm -hmm. every now, I, to get people into my channel, I was doing basketball and shoe reviews, but that's not what I wanted to do. I love those things, but that's not what I was like passionate about. So every now and then, I would throw in videos of animals, and like I thought, it would confuse people. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what? Let me just make the the, the change. And I said, you know what? I'm calling myself Jungle Jordan. And I'm talking about only animals. And so that's what got me into videos. But I mean, I've been doing videos about animals since 2011. Wow. Um, just that's not a on long YouTube. Time. Okay. Yeah, I was doing, I was doing videos with uh, the zoo I used to work with. Okay. Yeah, so I've been doing it for a long time. Um, but uh, as far as that goes, the what made me push more of my videos was a couple of situations I've had um at zoos there was one specific instance that like pushed me over the edge i actually made a video about it. it's called a black zookeeper yeah um, on my YouTube channel have that. you seen that yeah i did and so that was the reason that kind of like pushed me because i've been dealing with you know a lot of a lot of you know racial issues because you know when you i'm sure if you guys go to zoos you don't see very many people that look like me working with the animals mm -hmm. so and i'm just trying to get us out on the forefront and get diversity into the animal into animal care period so that's great yeah, yeah. we we spoke with you you spoke with karina newsom recently um on oh she's the best she's wonderful her. she's been on the podcast we had cassandra ford on the podcast last week as well i know we, her we, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had a her. conversation about um about uh, diversity and representation in the industry that was really really lovely um so we, we've talked about that on here. That's super important. So I appreciate you bringing that up right now. Of course. Um, Guy asked, what are your goals with the platforms you're on and in general related to zookeeping conservation? What are your dreams? So my goals with YouTube, with like YouTube and all social media platforms is to just educate people about animals. Um, but my thing has always been about like, you know, besides diversity, I just want to get people comfortable with following 
their passions. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't even have to be animal related. I just want people to be comfortable in the skin they're in and following their dreams and their hopes. And as far as wildlife conservation, um, animals are important. Wildlife is important. Our ecosystems are important because it was all around before us and we can't just take advantage of it, you know, to, to you know, to make our lives better, you know, and, and I just, I just really want people to understand how important, you know, we are in our ecosystem because we basically are the most changing and evolving to our own environment. Mm-hmm. Um, like, actually, I think we're, I think second to us are beavers. They, they're the only ones that really alter their envir- environment as much as we do. Yeah, no kidding. You we know? should do a beaver podcast. Beavers are so interesting. Beavers are super cool. I used to work with beavers too. <laughs> yeah, me too. They're wonderful. Um, I love beavers. But yeah, yeah, humans have such such a potential for impact um, in their environment for sure. That's part of the reason that I like wildlife rehab so much is it it helps to undo some of that damage <laughs> that that we're uh, capable of, of imposing. Um, so speaking of following your passions, um, Goofiest Swing asked or. Yeah, Goofy Swing asks, how do you become a zookeeper? Like, what do I have to do? School? So definitely school. So most zoos, just actually just about all good zoos and all, you know, accredited zoos require that you have um, a college degree. Um, mm-hmm. And with a degree, it's a four-year university usually. Um, and the degree is a bachelor's of science in some form of life science. So with me... My degree is real long, but like, you know, you can get like a zoology degree, a biology degree, even psychology degrees. I, I've had co- coworkers who've, who've had psychology degrees because they have a focus in animal behavior. Me too. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like my degree is is long. Here we go. In environmental science, resource management, wildlife conservation with a minor in quantitative science. Wow. <laughs> that is a very long so It's very long. It's very long, but I just say wildlife conservation because yeah. pretty much all it is. But it's a bachelor's of science. Okay. That's the first step. And then you gotta go, you gotta go, um, you have to do a lot of free work first, mm-hmm. which is kind of what holds us back as far as uh as far as um as far as like diversity goes. Cause you know, a lot of us can't afford to just do a lot of free work. Like we can't afford internships that's like 40 hours a week, week jobs for free. And you know, volunteering—you gotta get your foot in the door. Right. There's a lot of stuff you gotta you gotta work on um, to get that step, but definitely experience. Like you can be, you can go to, you know, maybe volunteer at a wildlife rehabber. Things like yeah. that can help you get your foot in the door with zookeeping. Yeah. Um, I've volunteering to... is a lot of free work. Right. Yeah, I've talked to you guys about that before. Volunteering um, to get your foot in the door, but also just to get the experience and to get your name out there because it's a really small world. Um, once once you start working, especially if you become species specific, getting your name out there and and then volunteering and people knowing who you are is super important. Strings with ninety dollars, Zad seven minutes ago with fifty dollars, Cotton Ball with ten dollars. Strings, thank you for the ninety dollars that got us to our seven hundred dollar donation. Oh, and Danny with eleven dollars. Um, thank you guys. Danny tipped a question. Said, aside from cheetahs, what animals would you love to work with? That I have not worked with. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've worked with literally, I've worked with a lot of stuff. Um, that's a good question. Uh, there's, um, okay, well, there's, there's, a, there's a couple of different ones that, that I have not worked with that are really 
I'd be really interested in working with dolphins, but I'm not really the uh, the the water guy. I can swim and everything, but um, I'm the same way. You know, I I just don't feel confident enough to go in there. You yeah, know, and, and, and survive and, and not drown while I'm working with dolphins. Um, but dolphins are super cool. They are. Um, oof. I love I love little mammals too. So like Tasmanian devils, like they're mm -hmm. I don't know. I think they're really awesome. I think they're really cool. Yeah. Um, See, I've worked with a lot of cool animals, though. Like, I, I know. My, I was trying to think of my answer to that, and I mean, it was like wombats. Have you ever worked with a wombat? I have never worked with wombats. I um, think I am obsessed with them. I don't know why, because I've never seen one. Like, I've never... Because they have wear a poop. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> That's got to be it. Have we talked about that, chat? Their, their feces is cubic. It's cubes. They're amazing. So and they're so cute. Oh, my gosh. It kills me. I They're need, pretty adorable. I know. I really got to meet a wombat. Um, Gosh, you know, that that would be a question I have to get back to you. I can tell you some animals I wouldn't work with. Oh, what are um, they? I'm not the big, the great ape kind of guy. Okay. I'm not into chimpanzees um, or orangutans. I think they're cool, but personally, they're really smart, and I don't feel... I could be on my A game every day to not make a mistake around them and they figure out how to get out and do something, you know, I, yeah. you know, I, I just, they're just, they're so intelligent. It's just, I just can't, I can't even. I'm actually um, kind of with you there. I, I love them from afar. I think they're so interesting. The older I've gotten and honestly, the more cynical about people <laughs> that I've gotten, I found, <laughs> I found myself more drawn to animals because of their honesty, you know, because they're just purely, it's, it's instincts, it's they're honest about everything. But then I started, I, I worked with a macaque at a zoo and I was like, wait a second, <laughs> this animal yeah. isn't always honest. <laughs> she's actually, I, she's I've tricking worked, me. I've worked with a lot of, I've worked with a lot of different monkeys. I've worked with a lot of macaques, Patus monkeys. I've worked with uh, lesser apes too. I've worked with, um, Gibbons and Simings, so okay. they're pretty chill. They're so they're not cute bad. too. Yeah, those are chill. those are neat. But yeah, the the primates and and parrots. I did an internship with with parrots, and I was so, like, "You're tricking me too. <laughs> like, you're not parrots. honest at all." I never thought I would work with parrots until I came to my most recent zoo here that I'm at now, uh -huh. and I worked with macaws. Uh huh. Man, are they intimidating at first? Like, Scarlet if you've never been blue and gold macaws, what? What kind of macaws? There's quite a few different macaws. We have, gosh, we have, how many different, we have eight different species of macaws. Whoa. Yeah, we have, um, we have a lot, we have a big bird uh, collection. We have, we have severes, which are little macaws. We yeah. have yellow card, which is also small, but we have, um, we have green wing macaws, mm -hmm. which are pretty, one of the larger species. We have the hyacinth macaws. They're the largest species of macaw. We have scarlets. We have uh, blue-throated, which are critically endangered. We have red-fronted, uh, which are crit critically endangered. And we just had two babies. Oh, and we have blue and gold macaws. that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I actually posted a video about that. Uh, I run social media for our zoo, too. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, we have a lot. Military and I said gray green. I have a soft spot for military macaws. I think they're really neat. They are pretty cool. I like them a lot. They're pretty sweet. Yeah, but macaws, macaws and primates, I have the same, like, the, I feel like I have to be on top of it all the time. I totally get that. <laughs> they're so intelligent. They're yeah, like, they're, they're like, so smart. Yeah. Um, where at the rehab center, we just got two crows to be educational ambassadors. Of love corvids. They're so cool. I think 
Corvids are on my list because I've never worked with any Corvids. I've this is like, gonna be so... my first time training from the ground up <laughs> with Corvids. I'm I'm gonna run into some problems, I'm sure, because they are so smart. They're so I I love them. I love I love all crows. I love ravens. I love blue jays. I love magpies. All of them. I love all. Of them. Yeah. Um, okay, so kind of on another topic here, because uh, my my audience is younger. A lot of them are on Twitter, Instagram. You guys say you don't like TikTok, but I know some of you are on TikTok. Um, CPT asks, in your experience, do you think TikTok has been an effective platform for science calm? To be honest. I'm gonna say this. I uh, I made a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I didn't really post. I posted like two or three videos. And I got to a thousand followers with those those three videos, and then I became a TikTok partner for a little bit when I was doing. Um, they had this this Learn on TikTok initiative, the the, the TikTok Learning Fund going. Mm-hmm. So they were basically giving a little bit of money to to like science, SciComm. I didn't know they did that. That's awesome. Yeah, and they're they're gonna they might continue for the next round, but they haven't approved it yet. But like, uh, if you go to Bill Nye's posts, he's been posting because he became one of those. Um, but I, I can say this: it getting a little bit of money kind of pushed me to make more more videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't really like TikTok, to be honest. But why is it's that? Very, it's very weird for me. It's it's a very weird platform. But there is there can be a lot of educational stuff on there, and I went. In a week, I went from. I'm not trying to like brag about my numbers, but I went. No, in a week, this is went, interesting for all of us. Please. I went from a thousand followers, and that week, it got it jumped to thirty thousand. Oh my gosh! That yeah, that's so, the thing about TikTok is that the amount of users on there is disgust disgusting yeah, it, in a good way. It's, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I don't even really understand it. It's it's and the the algorithm is very weird for me. Yeah. I don't really get it. I've made one TikTok. <laughs> I posted one TikTok and I was like, I just don't get it. I don't get how, like, I don't understand the the interface very well. I watch them sometimes, but yeah, it's very confusing. Everyone in here is uh, saying I'm flexing, but I'm not trying to flex. <laughs> they're, they're just joking. I'm don't saying, worry. Just, I, I haven't posted. They like to pretend <laughs> yeah, that they don't I'm, like TikTok. I'm not a boomer, but I'm definitely a uh, what, do you, what? What would they call me? I'm a I'm a millennial. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> okay. Okay, boomer. Um, we're we're good friends with American Eagle Foundation here. They have a they have a Twitch channel as well, and they're on TikTok. And they get sometimes they have videos that get millions and millions of views. It's mm-hmm. it blows my mind. Um, when their other socials are, I mean, they're substantial, but not not like that. I don't I don't not like TikTok. Yeah. I, oh, it's crazy. But I think it's gonna go away, honestly, just because of I think the government's gonna ban it. Yeah, we've talked about that a little bit too. We'll see. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet, but I'm waiting for it. <laughs> we'll it's going to happen. That's why I kind of stopped making videos, but just saying. Yeah. Um, what, what, just out of curiosity, what's your favorite platform then? Instagram. Okay. Nice. Very quick, very easy. I, I, I just, because cause I can, now I can share longer videos on there with IGTV because like, mm-hmm. um, I first was making the, this addition, this uh, group call or this uh, series of videos called Minute Monday. Yeah, I've seen when, this. You've seen the yeah. So this is back when I made those because Instagram used to only allow one minute videos. Right. And so I was trying to make a video within a minute uh-huh. <laughs> about animals, and it's quick and easy. I love it. I, I you know it's a good connect uh, connectivity, and YouTube is sadly one of my one of my least favorite. <laughs> YouTube's a lot of work. I, I kind of I feel that YouTube's tough. Skewer, you can do. You guys can all do command guests if you want to get to his socials. Um, oh, yeah, you said you how do... many? Oh, 
on your comment. Instagram, like 15, 14, 15 K? 14 K. Big time. Yeah. Um, Moin, thank you for the not dollar. It's not that much. Um, Raptor with the five dollars. Moin again, like 189. You. Thank you. <laughs> Is this your first time like on Twitch? Nine. Um, no, I mean, I don't, I, I have a Twitch account, but I don't use it. Like, okay. I don't, I don't like do anything with it. <laughs> but like your first time on a stream? Yes. Cool. Yay. Welcome. <laughs> that's that's wonderful. Um, yeah. okay, cool. That's, that's some of the things that I wanted to talk to you about. I, I love seeing, um, conservation educators see the, see the potential in social media. Um, cause one of the reasons that I started this podcast was because of that kind of ivory tower problem. There are so many people that had such amazing research, um, that I knew my audience wouldn't go out of their way to read. Um, so having like an hour long podcast where I get to sit down and just have a chill conversation and talk is, has been really, really great. Um, so thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. And for all of the questions, there are so many questions. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to figure out where to go next. I'm trying to make like smoothish segues. Um, BTTV, BTTV. It's uh, how you see some of the emotes that they're putting in there, like emoji things. Oh, yeah. yeah so otherwise, I... it's just like it says it in text, but they're actually little pictures. Oh. So if you download BTTV, then you can see like the, the pictures. <laughs> now I sound old. I get it. I no, like... no, that's fine. Oh, good. I, I didn't understand any of this until I, start, I started Somebody Twitch, like, like until I started Twitch, yeah. I like giving random shout outs to these people like uh, Vil Vilzo. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, I got everybody say hi, smile. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I, see, I see it all, you guys. <laughs> I do. The Poggy thing is that they're excited about something. So that's. I, I get that. I got that. I, I, I'm actually pretty. I, I know I know the lingo. There you go. No one he knows. Lingo, but I got you. He I know knows. Yeah, we don't, we don't have many guests that end up reading the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm younger than they think. Yeah, so that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so I kind of want to backtrack a little bit because we're raising money for Giraffe Conservation Foundation. I don't know if you've done zookeeping for giraffes. Did you say that yeah, already? Have. You have. Okay, so there are a lot of questions about giraffes. Um, okay. What's the color? Let's see. Ma what was that? <laughs> What's the color of my toothbrush? I, I like he asks that every podcast. I'm not sure why. Uh, black. I can't see, I can't remember the color of my toothbrush. We talked about this the other day. I've never paid attention to it. I don't know. I have a, <laughs> I have a ton of care. That's why. So it's like, oh, you okay. Know, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Allison, congratulations. Your question has finally been answered. Thank you for the persistence. Um, okay. So Max, one of the first questions that we got on this podcast, what is, what is the giraffe's main threat or enemy? Poachers. Okay. Are the main threat. Um, poachers and habitat uh, destruction, habitat loss. So, you know, the farms are going up, farmland's going up, crops are going up. Um, but the, the main thing is poachers. Poachers are really taking them out and they're, they're having a serious issue with that, which is why uh, places like Drab Conservation Foundation are doing what they can for, for tracking and mm -hmm. trying to get lands protected um, and have the, have the uh, giraffes in the protected um, parks. Is the there. poaching for hide or do they take other... Everything, everything, okay. everything. Some do it for meat, some do it for hide, some do it for bones, some do it for, they just sell the parts, you know, like all, all kind of trophy hunting, all that stuff. Some people gosh. just hunt them just, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. um, Pat with $80. Pat, 
Thank you for that donation, Pat. They're $800. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Um, Tripod asked, why do giraffes have bluish black tongues? I don't know the answer. Uh -huh. to that. I love that question. It's one, oh, one of my favorite good. questions. Cool. I always like to, to see if people know. So in the chat real quick, you guys, before I answer it, I want to see if you guys know the answer. Um, but I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say it. But I'm curious to see if people can answer it before I get to it. Um, ah, boom, there it goes. <laughs> You saw so, it already? I see. Yeah, I, I saw it really quick. It was one of the first words. Um, but so basically, the way I like to explain it, so giraffes in the wild are eating for God over 15 hours in the day, right? They're always eating. And when they're eating, they have a really long tongue and they're sticking out their tongue to get leaves, which mm -hmm. are really, you know, high up in the air. And they're, they're, they're sticking their tongue out inside their mouth all day. So what would happen to that tongue you know, if it's in the hot sun of Africa all day, sticking it out, it will get burned. So the coloration, which is usually blackish, bluish, or purplish, um, they they get that acts as a sunscreen for oh. the UV protection. Yes. How interesting! Yeah. I did not know that. But it doesn't go all the way down to their to their to like all their tongue. So they, a giraffe can stick its tongue about twelve inches outside of its mouth. The Jeez. full length is between 18 and 24 inches. So you can see some of the pictures, they show a little bit of the white edge there. Uh -huh. Like um, if you go on the top left up there, this is why giraffe tongues are so weird. Yeah, there you um, go. Oh, how cool. I didn't know so, that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the question. Good question. I learned yeah, that today. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. What else we got? Other giraffe questions. Um, Viz, okay, so Viz asked this question, and I like to ask all of our guests this. Um, said, how can we save giraffes from extinction? So what what can we do, or what can the viewers do to, Honestly, to make a positive just, effect? So, you know, visit, visit your local zoo, educate yourself about uh, wildlife um, and, and giraffes, because sometimes, uh, well, most times, a portion of your entry into the zoo supports uh, conservation for different efforts. Um, not just giraffes, but all, you know, everyone loves the tigers, but they also support like cranes and things like that, you know, like smaller, uh, not as large, you know, known animals. Um, but, you know, just your knowledge is key. And, uh, you know, spread the word, like, like your donations like this to the Giraffe Conservation Foundation are huge yeah. because they're the ones that are doing the lake work out there to protect the giraffes. Like, I know you guys can't go out there right now and, like, hunt poachers, you know? Like, it's not something that you can do. Right. That's, not, that's murder. Um, but, but that's a, it's a big deal, what you guys are doing. Just your knowledge right now is helping giraffes. Yeah, so I, I say it on, on most of the podcasts. I'm sorry if I miss it on some podcasts. But for those of you who are donating, thank you so much because it does so much. But if you're not able to donate and you're here watching, it's super, super important to someone say something. <laughs> no, your chat, chat is funny. Like, the, little, the little frog meme with the, what are you suggesting with the eyes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone said I'd sock a poacher in the mouth. Look, I, I like the attitude. But what I was saying is um, if you're donating, that's that's huge. And thank you so much. But if you're not able to donate, um, it means the world that you're here watching and that you're educating yeah. yourselves because that no, it has no, a no. ripple effect, you know, and you can teach other people. And that's really important, too. So. Thank you guys so much. You're you're helping already by being here. So thank, I I love that question, but I always want to remind you guys of that. So that's awesome. Okay, 
Guy asked, are there any common myths related to giraffes that you would like to debunk? Um, actually, one of the ones that it's not really a myth, but there's one that um, says giraffes don't uh, don't lay down in the wild. Um, which, they say that about horses, too. So, you know, it's 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 kind of a myth. I actually even had friends that have gone to Africa and taken pictures of them resting out there on you know down in like in a resting position like their legs are down like their body is down but the reason why they say they don't do that is because they'd be ver very vulnerable because it's very hard for them to stand up mm -hmm. now i've seen them do it at the zoo they will straight up lay down right. and and even sometimes will tuck their heads down but usually when they're resting they will you know have their head up but their body down on the ground mm -hmm. um that's a big myth is that they don't that they only sleep standing in the wild which is not true um, I do know that when they do sleep out in the wild, they usually only take like a few like uh, cat naps throughout the throughout the night. Yeah. So they, that was another question. Max asks, is it true that they only sleep for 30 minutes? Give and take. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit more than that. But like over time, it's, you know, it kind of it adds up to be more sometimes. But that is that is one of those things that's kind of true. But it's it's it's, it's kind of a gray area. Right. OK. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm glad I got to some of those questions about giraffes because at the beginning of the podcast, it was super heavily giraffe questions. And then, yeah, I saw that. And I, yeah. I, I was like, oh, this is not really a giraffe podcast, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but then we got to talking about other stuff. There were a lot of other really, really great questions. Let's see if I can do like one more because we have a, a couple minutes here. Um, I'm good with you if you need to go longer. I'm, you know. Oh, cool. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of like a good wrap up question. These are all super specific. Um, da -da -da -da. not stretchy asked which animals do you enjoy working with most so we've heard about your favorite animals and ones that you'd like to work with have there been any special animals that that you can remember wolverine that's neat wolverines were very awesome and and i feel like they have a bad reputation for being like these scary don't take any mess animals which is i mean they they are not to be messed with but they can they're very sweet um they're actually even trained a lot of the animals are even trained well there's this guy there's this group in alaska that's training wolverines to find uh avalanche victims and rescue them and dig them out of the snow really so there yes I, I forget the guy's name right now oh i feel bad forgetting his name but they train these wolverines to go out there and rescue rescue uh, people, and wow. their sense of smell is unmatched. It's amazing. I didn't know. You know that. Everyone likes to likes to try to say, "Hey, with the so this guy and the honey badger." There's a picture right there with the honey badger. This guy and the honey badger, um, you know, are considered to be you know the most you know basically badass animal out there in mm -hmm. the world, right? Um, and they're always trying to compare the two and who would win and. People say honey badger just because of that the funny videos, right? right that yeah. About, about honey badgers, but be honest, Wolverine would would work would work him out. How how big are the Wolverines? I've never seen one in person. Um, let's see. I'd say they're about what forty pounds or so. Okay. Yeah. Do, uh, yeah. About that, and maybe a little less. There's a guy holding one. Um, but that they're looks little. They're they have like they're all muscle. They're just beefy little, little, that's a baby there. Yeah. That's a young one. Maybe yeah. this one is an older one. Like they're about the size of probably a medium sized dog. I see. Very mm -hmm. cool. Oh, that's a cool answer. I'm glad you guys asked that question. Thank you. 
Um, okay. I think that was a good last question. That was a neat, that was, that was a cool answer. Giddy with $25. Um, Giddy said, one of my favorite guests. You're amazing, Jordan. That's so nice. Oh, Thanks, awesome. Giddy. Um, <laughs> Josh with $10. Thank you, Josh. Patrick with $20 said giraffes are pretty cool. $870 today so far. Yeah, you guys, thank you so much for that. Um, well, this was, like I said, it was going to be a super casual conversation. We answered some of the questions from chat. Um, chat, thank you for all of the questions that you asked. I know there are always so many, and I know I don't get to all of them, but... I try my best to kind of get to the the main topics of of uh, what you guys are talking about, but I appreciate that. Jordan, thank you so much for your time also. Well, thank you for having me. This and, was fun. And for coming on and for doing what you're doing on social media too. It's so powerful. And, and I, I love to see more people um, doing that. Sniffle with $50. Said giraffes are my spirit animal and penguins, but you get my drift. I wish I could donate more. <laughs> Sniffle, thank you for the $50. It's a huge donation. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. Thank you. Jordan, is there yeah, anything else that, that, yeah, they're, they're wonderful. Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we close up here? Um, you know, I, I just want to just make sure, you know, everyone stays safe and healthy. Um, just get out if you can safely, um, you know, just look, look out your window, get out your, into your backyards, you know, start just looking around at the animals and just and start to take in wildlife around you because it is all around you. Um, and it just, you know, just remember that we're on this planet, not alone. There's other creatures that need this planet too. We can't destroy it. Yeah, you guys would be amazed at, at your native wildlife and and what's out there if you if you take a look around. Opti tipped eighty dollars. S raid tipped fifty dollars to get us over our one uh, k goal. So now we're a thousand fifty dollars for yes. the Draft Conservation Foundation. Thank you guys so much for those donations. Oh, That's cool. awesome. Um. So again, guys, command guest, follow Jordan on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, um, all over. And then you can do command org if you want to see where this money is going today. Um, Jordan, thank you so much again. I'll be in touch soon with you. I'll send you some of the stats for today so you can check out the uh, some of the demographic and, and some of the people that, that we reached today. But cool thank you yeah of course thank you for having me you're awesome by the way oh thank I you so are you <laughs> i appreciate right. you coming on okay okay i'll talk to you soon bye bye that hour went quick didn't it diggins dude what That's one of the biggest donations we've gotten on the podcast. Diggins with $500 said, For the giraffe, stay passionate about what you do, Maya and Jordan. Diggins, what? $1,550 today for the Giraffe Conservation Foundation. Absolutely insane. Um, thank you guys so much. That was one of the, that felt like one of the fastest podcast ever didn't it streaming science hey everybody say hi to streaming science that's our friend andrew schultz elephant trunk mechanics guy streamer big time that went by so fast too fast i know isn't that crazy um that was one of the easier conversations that i've had on this podcast uh he's he's a good conversationist it was a it was a uh 
it was just an easy flow, you know, that was really good. Um, sometimes, sometimes I worry about having guests on that aren't species specific because I found that species specific podcasts do pretty well and it gets, it, it, you know, gives you guys a chance to really get behind something. But I've also found that the more people I find through social media that already understand the importance of, of having a persona and, and putting out that content, um, they do really, really well on the podcast just, just because they're good conversationalists and they're really easy to connect with. So I hope you guys were able to, to see some of that and learn some of that. And if you're interested in doing similar things to what Jordan does, um, I hope that you can, you can look up to him in a way you can do command guest again um, if you want to go follow him on his platforms. The donations today. Insane. $1,550 for the Giraffe Conservation Foundation. Again, they are the only organization in the world that concentrates on the conservation of giraffes in Africa, giraffes being an endangered species. Um, I know we didn't, it wasn't necessarily a giraffe podcast, but we did get to talk about, about them a little bit today, and that was, that was really cool. But yeah, also, I'm really impressed with the viewership tonight. I'm, I'm very aware of what time it is, and I'm aware of who else is live, so... I appreciate you guys being here, um, despite that it was a little bit different. Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it. Um, it means a lot. It means a lot that you guys, uh, that you guys are here. So let's see. I have three questions written out for the quiz because I was caught up in conversation. I wasn't writing more out. Let me look at some stuff. Hold on. Um, give me a second. I need one more question. Never mind. not leaking the answers. Okay. So, it's quiz time. Do you want help with the questions in the future? I mean, Andrew, if you watch the podcasts, I didn't know that you watched them all. Koopa, thank you for the $50! $1,600! What the heck? That's insane, dude! Thank you so much! Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I do, I do have to get somebody to help me write questions during the, uh, during the podcast because I really struggle with, with writing them while I'm having the conversation, but that's, that's something for, for later. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, so much. I will, uh, I will think about that. That's a good idea. Quiz time. Okay. I, I can't believe it's been $1,600. That, that's, that's nuts. So the way that the quiz works, five questions, 20 seconds per question. The way that you win the quiz is by getting the most answers right the fastest. Um, so 
To participate in the quiz, you need to, yeah, you need to click enable access, yada, yada. I know I say that every time. I know. Um, but if you don't click, if you don't click enable access, Viz just linked that, that image, that imager, click that if you don't know what, what we're talking about. If you don't click enable access, then I know he didn't, okay? If you don't click enable access, then you'll show up as contestant number blah, 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 and you won't be able to win the quiz, okay? If you win the quiz, if you're not already a sub to my channel, I will gift you a sub to my channel. If you are already a sub to my channel, I will gift you a sub to a channel of your choice, or you can ask me to donate an additional $5 to Giraffe Conservation Foundation. Speaking of donations, tripod with $10.11. So many even numbers tonight. Where are my scent boys at? Why do you always do this? Now we're at $1,610.11. Um, a donation is a donation. All right, everybody. Everybody relax. That's fine. Tripod, thank you for the dono. Okay. Are you ready? I need some time to get the quiz set up, but here is the screen to show you how to participate in it. Did you see the Pepe meltdown? All right. Before I do that, because I need the entire song to, um, to do this, let me get to where I need to be so that we're ready to go. Why do I feel like I'm forgetting something? Am I missing something? Do I do something here that I am not doing? Or is it just today? Because I also felt like I was forgetting something at the beginning of this podcast. No, I'm not forgetting something. Geotipped. Oh, no. Geotipped 989 to fix the sense. And lay tipped 189. To fix the sense. No! <laughs> Geo, I'm so sorry. Okay. Here we go, boys. Uh, quiz time. Ready? Give me three minutes-ish.
All right. Are we ready? That was right on the dot. I'm proud of that. <laughs> Maverick is still barking somehow. Um, five questions. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Okay, I don't know what you guys are spamming. It's confusing me a lot, though. Um, Captain with $10.58. I'm not going to read your donation, but I do appreciate it. Also, Geo tipped $8.11 to fix the sense, but then he ruined it. So, here we go for the quiz. All right. Are you ready? Five questions. 20 seconds a question. Enable access. Pepe Meltdown. The first question. That was so unprofessional when my dog started barking and I didn't know what to do. <sighs> the first question is, what is Jordan's favorite animal? Is it a leopard? Is it a panda? Is it a cheetah? Or is it a tiger? A lot of people are saying easy clap. But Spoon said easy clap got it wrong. Are they only saying easy because I said easy? Are they only saying easy because they saw easy in chat? Let's find out. Waiting for players. The correct answer is a cheetah. 171 of you got that correct. Congratulations. He still hasn't worked with a cheetah though, but it's his favorite animal. That's fair. It's a sick animal. Show scores, who got it right the fastest though? Messi, congratulations. Messi's in the lead. Four more questions. Who's gonna pull ahead of Messi? Actually 20K, perfect score. You're nuts. <laughs> Next question. Why are giraffe tongues blue? Is it because they eat blueberries? Is it because it makes their tongues longer? Is it because uh, of slushies or is it because it provides them with sun protection <clears throat> i will again iterate that it is difficult for me to write quiz questions while i'm having a conversation with our guest the correct answer is it provides them with, with sun protection. Look, these questions aren't supposed to be quizzes. Or these, these questions aren't supposed to be trick questions. 255 of you got that correct. Well done. But who's in the lead? Is it still messy? No, it's Yo Mizkif, again, with 20,000 points. Contestant number 770 is in the lead. Congratulations, but it doesn't matter because you didn't click enable access, so I don't know who you are. But Messi is in second. Next question. What is an animal that Jordan would like to work with that he has not yet worked with? Is it a blue-throated macaw? Is it a dolphin? Is it a wolverine? Or is it a hippo? A lot of misclicks. Squid messed up. Today is not Squid's Squid's quiz, which is wild because it's always Squid. It's always Squid's quiz. Squid's Squid's. 
I don't think that's a trick question. We talked about how he's worked with wolverines, that he has blue-throated macaws at, at, at the zoo he's at, and that he worked with hippos. It's harder than the last question. 124. Wow, okay. One of the questions was, what's your favorite animal that you've worked with? He said wolverines. <laughs> I didn't think that was that hard. I'm sorry. Um, 124 people got dolphins, correct? Well done. Um, contestant number 770, again, w winning this question, doesn't matter. Contestant number 770 in the lead again. Who's contestant number 770? Okay, so you need to enable access. Question number four, what is a myth about giraffes in the wild? Is, a, is the myth that they're nocturnal? Geo with 442, thank you. Is the myth that they never lay down? Is the myth that they're solitary animals or is the myth that they're extinct in the wild? Uh, Jay is slow. Bernie said crepuscular and I think he even spelled it right. Congratulations, that's big time. The correct answer in the myth that we discussed and the myth that, that uh, Jordan wanted to dispel is that they never lay down. 241 people got that correct. Well done. Well done. But who got it right the fastest? Who's in the lead? Last question. Last question. Somebody please pull ahead of these two people. Which of the following is not a threat to wild giraffe populations? Is it habitat loss? Is it poaching for meat? Is it ocean acidification? Or is it trophy hunting? Which one is not a threat? Read the question before you answer it, okay? You learned that in elementary. Okay, don't get mad at me. <laughs> it literally says ocean acidification. The correct ocean acidification is not a threat to wild giraffe populations or not one that we've talked about on this podcast. 224 of you got that correct. Okay, those of you complaining need to relax. Ocean acidification is not the same thing as climate change. They're related. It's not the same thing. Who did it? Argento underscore 89. Pulled ahead. Messy, you got that last one though. All right. Argento, congratulations. Are you a sub to the channel? I don't know what color he is. Help me out here. I don't think he said anything. He is a sub. Argento, what would you like? You want a sub? Plus five to charity. Wonderful. Locke, would you mind adding another five to that? Please. Um, congratulations. Uh, thank you for, thank you guys all for participating in the quiz. I love the quiz. It's so fun. Um, and I love the podcast. It's so fun. We have the best guests on here. It's amazing. I love it. 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 Okay. Diggins, thank you for the Twitch Prime. Diggins tipped $500 today. Diggins. 
Thank you so much, Guy. I'm sorry that the quiz didn't work. I'm not sure why that's the case. Okay, chat. Who's live? Hang on, let's find out. Um, ew. Days. Oh, Andrew's live. Alright, we're hosting Andrew then. Or we're raiding Andrew. But before we raid Andrew, um, this is very exciting. Because... I have to find it. I should have pinned it. Leak proof makes it really hard to find things that I need. Can you... Will, are you there? Can you link me the, the thing again? It's in our... <laughs> Just go to the Reddit. Okay, I can go to the Reddit. Here, hold on. Ugh. Um... Mom... Wait, no, but it's a different version. He linked me. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. I sent this to my family. My family was so excited by it. It was so cute. Um, Max made this outro. $1,654.32 today for Giraffe Conservation Foundation. Twitch is an untapped reservoir for doing good. I am so proud of this community. I'm so proud to host this podcast. I love this podcast with my whole being. Um, and I said it before, if you're not able to donate, if you're here, thank you so much. I was worried because of the time, because it was so late, but it means the world that, that you guys are here and that you're learning with me. Um, if you were there for the release stream this morning, you remember me talking about how important the education piece is for me. Um, and I, I'm just like so happy that I get to be a part of, of that learning. Um, literally my dream. Like it's, it's the most wonderful thing ever. So I'm going to play the outro. I've never said that. <laughs> Geo with 568 to round it out to $1,660. Should I do? All right, boys, I'm going to play the outro. Thank you for the subs. Thank you for the donations. I love <laughs> um, Seriously, I'm going to play the outro. Max, thank you for making the outro. Everybody, thank you for being here. We're going to raid Streaming Science after, um, after, the, uh, after the outro. So, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody.